0: Closet. Okay.
1: You want to do this?
0: On in and set her free. Ow. Happy New Year. <laughs> happy New Year.
1: 2020. This is it. What the fuck?
0: Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher.
1: My name is Greg Russ. And uh, this is our first show of the new year, and that doesn't make me happy. Just another. You're gone by and what the hell have I done?
0: Yeah. I could say some trite thing about going around the sun.
1: I could say we've done fifty two shows. This is our fifty third. One year's worth of shows. We could call the season two if you wanted. I refuse to do that. No. Because I don't think there should be seasons. This is well, just this not is
0: a, you're not against seasons in general.
1: This is a never end ending marathon.
0: Yeah, and we haven't missed one week. No up top Greg yeah
1: high five
0: I feel really proud that we haven't missed a week
1: I feel proud about that too yeah but uh you know all this thought about the I've always hated the new year this has been stated before this is not news we don't need to go into the reasons why and the fear of death (laughs) Uh But, but you know it got me thinking because it's my week to pick a topic and uh not not resolutions. God, no. No. no.
0: <laughs> Why are you so against resolutions? Because they're crap.
1: They're nobody, you're not going to change something unless you want to change it. A time of the year and you say, okay, I get that it's a nice marker. It helps you keep track of how long you have kept a behavioral change up. Mm. But no, I'm not into it. Uh, I, I think any time there's pressure to do something. Someone feels like they're supposed to do something because they said, uh, when that calendar flips over, that I'm going to. It's done. You're doomed. Doesn't mean that people don't get it done, but for the most part, you're doomed. Just start it whenever the hell you feel like mm-hmm. it. Not resolutions. We're going to talk about purging, not barfing either. Not that I ate so much. Not
0: binging and purging.
1: Yeah, not I ate so much pizza and I'm just going to let it all out.
0: Yeah. You mean your uh, belongings.
1: Yeah, you know, I was looking at my closet the other day and I was thinking, what the fuck is this? What is what are all these these pants that I thought that I would I wear black pants. I wear gray pants. That is about it. I go out and I buy these other clothes thinking I'm going to change.
0: Like what other color pants do you have?
1: This is the it's the anti-resolution show. There's not talking about changing. I'm saying that I'm this is embracing. This is who I am. So this isn't going to change.
0: So these dreams you have with these other pants, of the kind of person you would be with your, like, uh, uh, terracotta-colored pants, your terracotta chinos. You say, "Feh, I'm getting rid of them."
1: That's what I say. I'll
0: never be that Greg that's wearing I... those teal mermaid pants.
1: You know, I like to think that I will be. That's that... what I
0: mean. It's a dream of a different person.
1: But that's I'm I. I'm finally happy with who I am. So I don't need to be the person who wears the terracotta pants.
0: Mm. Do you have a linen suit? No. That you would wear to a Miami beach wedding?
1: Look, (laughs) in my struggle for identity, I never went to linen.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Thank God I never went down the linen path. Yeah. So I've been through the closet before. We could just call (gasps) this. You have
0: all that chest hair. It would look real good in that white. You may get some gold chains. Get a tight haircut,
1: <laughs> yeah, the chest hair i that's a do women like chest hair from as far as I know, it's out. people don't like it.
0: I disagree. I like the chest hair think f- yeah, it's like masculine it's uh I think that there was a real push against it for a while because of all the uh manscaping. And stuff that was like that was popular for a while, like wow, men can trim their eyebrows, you know so I think it just got carried away and because um a lot of gay culture was really coming into every like the the mainstream culture, uh, the cis heteronormative culture. and so I think that some gay men want some like pretty slick Seals, slippery seals, and so they wanted like slippery men. But I don't know. I would. I, I don't mind like a big, masculine, hairy dude. Maybe not on their back.
1: Yeah, there's Shoulders. not. There's not really hair on my back. I can say that. There's there's a little bit. It means nothing. There's it's not for the sake of this conversation. It's not like a carpet. No, on your back. There's some strays. I
0: do feel bad for those people.
1: People have hair on their back.
0: Like a lot of hair on their backs.
1: I don't. No? No. Why do you feel bad for them? You can get rid of it. You go get a wax. Well, this isn't what we're talking Okay. I'm <laughs> not talking about the, you know, if, if you want to do. Those
0: people should embrace who they are.
1: If you want to do a whole I show on body hair, mm-hmm. just add it to that list of shows that we say we're going to do that maybe we're never going to yeah, do. Yeah, like
0: semantics.
1: Socks was the one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Here. Uh-oh. I pushed for socks for a long time. I said, we're going to do a whole show on socks. If Mm -hmm. we can pull off a show on socks, then people are really going to say, wow, I trust those two. I'll listen to anything they do. And then someone that I know very well, and I think highly of, said, I was kind of bored by socks, but she also likes the deeper stuff.
0: Yeah. So not everybody felt that way. You can't just, that's anecdotal. That's one data point.
1: Yeah, but it's someone I like. I know. So, it, But
0: everybody, even people you like have opinions that maybe you don't agree with.
1: So add it to the list.
0: Okay, I put it down. Body hair. We're not going to talk about that anymore.
1: No, we're going back to that closet. Let's just okay. call the show Greg's Closet. Ooh. Let's not actually do that because you know I don't want to scare people away. Though purging, I don't know. Yeah. going to pull people in. Or it can be called purging slash Greg's Closet. Uh, okay. No, I several times a year for several years now I go through and I look at all these clothes. And, I, no, I'm not going to throw that away. I'm going to wear this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wear that chunky sweater with stripes on it. Or I'm going to wear those houndstooth pants.
0: Oh, <laughs> you have houndstooth pants? I do have a pair. Are they big patterns? Like a really, no. like a no,
1: they're the, the two
0: little... inch by two inch houndstooth? No. <laughs> White and black.
1: Look, when I make these decisions, they're still classy.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: You know, I'm not even in the blue jeans anymore. Mm-hmm. But I've got all the shit in there. I've got a suitcase with a bowling ball in it and an oversized <laughs> laptop that at this point is 20 years old. And I don't want to throw that away.
0: Wow. Does it still work?
1: Uh, the laptop? No, the bowling ball. <laughs> bowling ball. <laughs> tell
0: me, how's your bowling ball doing? Well,
1: you know, it does have a chip out of it. So maybe it didn't work. Okay. The laptop, I'll tell you. Ooh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Professional. Sorry. The laptop uh, probably doesn't work because, you know, I was using it for porn, and I think it got a lot of malware on it. Oh. So it doesn't really want to boot up anymore. How old is it? It's very old, at least probably it's 20 years old.
0: Wow, okay, I've yeah, been, get been, rid of that thing. I want to keep it. This is the problem, <laughs> that is the problem. Okay, I, uh,
1: let's just, we can get into things, we can move from here, okay. I did. I do want to say that I started the show by saying, I'm not gonna change, I am who I am. You know, there are certain things I need to change, Basically, this sentimentality is what needs to change. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to purge. It's a list for tonight's show. Yeah. Uh, or today's show, whatever. Whenever we're recording it a few hours before it's going to be released. Really pushing it to the limit. Um, <laughs> the things that I wrote down about purging, it's really all tied to being sentimental. And... That, so that's why, I, okay, that's it. I'm done. We don't even need to do any more of the show. What I'm purging is my-
0: Sentimentality? S- yes. Okay.
1: My sweet sentimental nature.
0: Now, I don't think that you have to totally get rid of that because you should keep things for sentimental value. there There are things that truly do hold sentimental value. You need to hone your laser beam of sentimentality instead of it being like a scattered- you know, fuzzy, you it's need to focus life. it. You need to focus it in on things that actually have uh, value in sentiment and not just, well, it's a computer that I used 20 years ago that had porn on it. That, that, you don't need to keep that. It was
1: a nice time of my life. Here's the thing.
0: The when time is still nice.
1: <laughs> Here's the thing. I look at these things and constantly think that was a nice time of my life. But the truth was, it wasn't that nice of a time in my life.
0: Yeah, what do you see fondly that you that you know isn't really it's true. It's
1: just my photo album. People take pictures of things. I don't like taking pictures of things. Mm-hmm. It's like keeping things. So
0: it's the pictures on that computer?
1: Well, who knows what's on there. Probably are pictures on there I'd like to keep on that computer. Oh,
0: I just discovered something. Why well, you won't get rid of
1: it. Look, I have nothing to hide. You want to try to boot that computer up at some point? Yeah. we can. All right, we can try to boot it up.
0: Yeah, we'll put it on Facebook and say, like, what's in Greg's computer?
1: Yeah, like we could do it publicly. Mm-hmm. We can do a live stream.
0: Okay. What fit. if it doesn't start up like um, like the uh, Al Capone's vault? <laughs> Just nothing. It doesn't start.
1: Well, we'll pull the people in. <laughs> okay. And then, you well, know. we have a
0: countdown on Facebook for people, when it's going to start.
1: <laughs> people still talk about Al Capone's vault uh-huh. and how there was nothing in it. So, <laughs> you know, you want to call that a failure? I don't know. It's still being discussed. That's right. Thanks, Geraldo.
0: Mm-hmm. Where's Geraldo?
1: He's still around. Is he
0: like a really right-wing Republican person now?
1: No. I mean, he. he, Is it the other way? No. He's not extreme.
0: Oh, there was some. For some reason, I thought that he was really vocal about something and then he disappeared.
1: Well, he can be extreme. Uh, But he's on Fox News quite a bit. Okay. And I don't know if there's winning. So one side doesn't like him because he's on Fox News. And from what I know, a lot of the extreme people don't like him because they don't think he's extreme enough.
0: Oh, okay.
1: That's where he is. Okay. That's, that's where Cal Al Capone's vault gets you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gets you a lot of money a year being a guy that people don't like all around.
0: And you have to get that. You have to keep that mustache for the rest of your life.
1: That's who he is. He needs to purge that thing.
0: Yes, he does. He's too sentimental about that mustache. Man, this mustache has gotten me through great times. Has it really Al Capone's vault? You had the mustache then.
1: Even John Oates got rid of his mustache. <gasps> I know he shouldn't have. It's known. been gone for a while.
0: Yeah, but I don't. I don't know who he is without that mustache.
1: We can call him.
0: Oh yeah, you have his number.
1: Mm-hmm. I have John Oates' phone number.
0: You gave me okay. Anyway, well, uh, there's we're going off topic. Um, what else is it? Okay, so why can't you get rid of the bowling ball? Why do you have a bowling ball? Um, Did you move that bowling ball to New York? <laughs>
1: yes. Wow,
0: <laughs> that is. And you've moved it from apartment to apartment. Yes. A bowling ball.
1: Because I, I bowled a, a 219 once with it, and that was a personal best. And it's a nice red You
0: color. had already purchased, you'd purchased your own bowling ball? No, I stole it. Oh, from a Brunswick but or it was, something?
1: So it was from a bowling alley, but it was like a nicer one, not ones that they usually, Uh huh. you know, there was some work involved. And that was this, there's the sentimental attachment to it.
0: The fact that you stole it for some reason makes me feel better about keeping it.
1: Well, the, the 219.
0: Yeah, to me that doesn't, I mean, the fact that you stole it means more to me for some reason.
1: We should see my unconventional bowling style. I don't put my thumb in the ball. I kind of palm it, but I put my, the fingers where they're supposed to go, but I don't put the thumb in.
0: Oh, do you do that? Yeah, do you do that like curled up thing, like like curled up onto your arm sort of as you go back and then fling it down?
1: Yeah, you should see it.
0: Interesting. Now, is that the only time you've bowled something so high at such a high score?
1: Yeah, but I haven't bowled with that ball in a long time.
0: So do you think that by keeping the ball that somehow you that'll be like the marker that you'll always meet in some sort of like weird good luck way?
1: Here's the full thing.
0: Because what, what if you brought it back out and you bowled, you know, like a 90? Something crazy.
1: Well, I would say I'm rusty.
0: You would still, but see what I mean? Like you would still keep that supernatural power that you've given that bowling ball, even if it doesn't hold up its end of the bargain.
1: <laughs> that's maybe that's why I haven't bowled with it since, um, because I don't. I want to let it live as it lives in my head. It, the, the full story, but you wouldn't
0: know if it were there or not. It could just be missing one day, and you would never know the difference.
1: The full story is, I got the bowling ball, bowled a lot with my friends. <clears throat> There was a bowling alley that was twenty four hours in Atlanta. Go there quite a bit. Smoke cigarettes as I was going up to the line to bowl. Uh, I haven't had a cigarette in yeah, so vintage seven years, and uh, you know get really drunk. And when I was working at ninety nine X, I would go after my shift because I could, and I didn't have to be anywhere until seven p.m. the next night. And you know, so it's tied to all that. That's why I don't get rid of the bowling ball. It's tied to this point in my life of this thing that I enjoyed instead of just having memories or some pictures of it. Mm -hmm. I carry, I lug around the bowling ball, (laughs) the 14-pound bowling ball. It's a 14.
0: Wow, it's heavy.
1: Yeah, and it's in this suitcase that I'm never going to use again because it's a giant, it's an oversized suitcase.
0: All right, so how do you feel about that? Do you do you feel good about that? You or you want to get rid of this thing you're talking about?
1: I think that it's time. Just with the new year, and if there's going to be a new me, and the new me is really just the me saying, I'm okay with who I am and living in the moment, then I can get rid of this other stuff.
0: And maybe not holding on to some you from the past?
1: Now that I'm capable of actually having relationships with people that are meaningful, I don't think I need these objects to remind me of good times gone by.
0: Yeah. Now, okay... I feel like it's fine to keep some things for sentimental value. You know what I mean? Like I have some t-shirts that I'll never wear again, but they were from, you know, my, uh, all the plays that I did when I was a kid. Um, and I don't want to get rid of those. Like the bowling ball and like the, um, and the, oh, was the, oh the computer. I'm sure there's more. <laughs> those are the two we've talked about. Um, even, I know that those times existed, but it's a T-shirt that I'll never... I mean, a bowling ball is just a bowling ball. A computer, especially if it's been sitting there for that long, I mean, who knows what condition it might be in, if it works at all. I feel like a T-shirt really is somehow different. It's not.
1: It's, it's no <laughs> I feel different. like it is. How is it? Tell me how it's different. Because I don't
0: think it's any it was... Different. Because it was uh, printed and special it has uh our signatures on the back of ev- of everyone from the play and it has um uh the church's name on it and stuff like there's because it was at church it wasn't church play it was at a church um but i don't know it has like when it was the year it was i feel like it's different somehow
1: i don't think it looked the computer special it's different than other computers it's filled with treasures of my past Maybe some really bad writings are on there. Who knows? I don't even know. It's a time capsule at this point. Okay,
0: but if it doesn't work, if you turn it, if you try and get it going, it doesn't work, what would you do? Would you still keep it?
1: I guess I'd smash it to bits.
0: <gasps> mm, like dust to dust. <laughs> yeah.
1: Not necessarily for fun, but that hard drive still exists. I have to get rid of that because I don't know what's on it.
0: Well, if the hard drive is still good, then couldn't you then somehow undo it and put it somewhere else and then it would work
1: well it's the hard drive i don't know it doesn't matter it's just getting off (laughs) who cares who cares (laughs) sorry
0: i listen because i like the idea of purging i love purging especially when you're in that mindset you're like in that like you that mood where you're like I am going to be clear-headed. I'm going to know what I need to keep and I'm going to know what I need to get rid of and I'm going to be fine with getting rid of something I kind of still like but I know doesn't fit or um is not doing me any good here. Like I have some shoes that I have that I really should get rid of because sometimes like the pants, it's like a dream of the person who wears these shoes. And but the reality is I just don't wear them. So I should get rid of them. I, so I love that mood. So I'm with you.
1: But why don't you get rid of these shoes then? If you should, why are you holding on to them?
0: Again, it's the dream of wearing these shoes.
1: But you're saying you're a person who loves this purging.
0: I love no, I love the the mood. I love that, that um, mindset that you can get in where you're like, I'm ready to do this. But at the same time, I have the same things you do. So I, that's why I'm trying to figure out how to keep your computer. <laughs> I'm like, okay, but if you take the hard the hard drive, couldn't you keep it? You're like, I'm trying to help you do it because I want to keep it, too. But I also understand the idea and the freedom. It really is like I don't understand people who have those minimalist houses where like they have nothing. How do they how do they live with just nothing?
1: It's reflective of a mindset. It's a clean mind.
0: Yeah, right, I you're just through. telegraphing some bullshit about who you want to be.
1: I carry no excess in my mind. I present that to the world in my house and my being.
0: Yeah. I have two pairs of socks.
1: Yeah, if you're, look, it's all you need. You wear one pair, you wash the other, you wear that pair, you wash the other, you wear that pair, you wash the other.
0: Do you remember the uh, cribs with Moby and no. his minimalist house? No. It was so annoying. I have he Mo- was
1: I have Moby's phone number too.
0: Oh man, let's call all these people. <laughs> um, he had this huge, like mansion-y house in the woods, but it was all like fancy modern minimalist. I just kept thinking, like, your house is not minimalist. The inside of it is, but the whole house is not. So what do you live in? This like giant empty house. If you're gonna have a big old giant house, fill it, make it warm and cozy. You know what I mean, Live in, he he really should have been a minimalist house is one of those stupid tiny houses. Which I also hate.
1: I'm just trying to follow your logic. A minimalist house is one of those stupid tiny houses. How so?
0: Because then you're actually being a minimalist because you have to have very minimal things to have a big house full of just nothing. And you're really just at that point, you're just showing you're you're really the the house and the way that you've decorated it on the inside is just a way to show people that you're a minimalist instead of actually living the life of a minimalist which would be like people who convert um those big container truck things and like make them into a house you mean like yeah shipping yeah that would be like a minimalist person anyway
1: look i mean speaking of that one of the reasons just practically why I need this, I live in a New York City apartment. It's not that big. Mm-hmm. And I think it's almost at capacity. And I'll tell you what really inspired this whole thought process was our underwear show. Because I, I cleared out a oh, whole yeah. drawer of boxer shorts that I will never wear again. Though I still haven't thrown them away. I put them in a trash bag and now you know where they are? Where? In the closet.
0: oh no, <laughs> so- oh no. Oh, no. Why?
1: There's many good times in those underwear.
0: (laughs) You sound like people on hoarders.
1: This book,
0: which you are, I know you're familiar with.
1: A traumatic event in my life could trigger hoarding. I do not. Yeah, you're
0: ready. You're primed. You have all of the like genetic markers ready to go. You just need some trauma.
1: No, it. I think I'm moving past it. Like I said, I'm now able to have meaningful. Human interactions. Uh-huh. Look at me. What it is to be human is Gregress, but speaking is not something <laughs> that is in my program yet. Human,
0: <laughs> you're doing great. You're still working
1: yeah. on vocabulary,
0: mm-hmm. pronunciation.
1: Um. Yes. So, I think I am moving past it, and hopefully, that if if something bad happened, I would just turn to people instead of right. Keeping.
0: Do you think before though you would have maybe gone inward and started hoarding a bit.
1: Mm, Who knows where it would have led. Yeah. Okay, let me tell you. Because, yes, one of the things on my notes for this show was my freezer for purging. I had some frozen white castles in there way past the expiration date.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) And I didn't want to throw them away because we used them On that other podcast that I do sometimes, which I'll give the name of, Usual Rejects, which is tied to a theater in New York, a very small theater, and they do a stage show. That's why it's called that, because the stage show is called Usual Rejects, and then they do these uh, movie readings on stage, and it's actually a very funny show. Okay. But it's another podcast that isn't done weekly, and I think that if you don't do a show on any kind of regular basis, then who the hell's going to listen to it? But we had a segment early on when we were first recording in my apartment before we moved to the theater and started recording there. I wanted to have a segment where we tried to figure out how to cook white castles perfectly in the microwave. Because they're almost impossible to do, like bagel bites.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: They're either too hard. Yeah. Or you get the bagel on the bagel bite, or the the you know, the edges of the white castle burger good, but the middle's still frozen.
0: Right. Yeah. And I think it's or like a- the outside is like white hot yes. <laughs> frozen in the middle.
1: It's like, yeah, or if you're getting the middle cooked, then the outsides are hard. It just yeah, like super a rock. hard. <laughs> it's like impossible to cook these things properly. Mm-hmm. So I wanted it to be a segment on the show. Mm. And I thought that was fun.
0: And how many years ago was that?
1: Well, that was only two years ago. Okay. But I should throw the White Castle burgers away. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't ever going to eat them. Yeah. They're expired. Mm-hmm. I just thought that. I liked, I enjoyed that. That was fun.
0: God, that really does sound like something you'd see on Hoarders, for real.
1: That's, this is what I mean, you're getting into the territory where they're ridiculous items, not just a drawer full of ticket stubs. Look at these concerts I went to when I worked in radio or all these movies, I still keep movies, well, not anymore because now, you know, movie tickets are on the phone, Mm -hmm. but we keep those. You take
0: a screenshot and then you get them printed at CVS and you put them in the drawer.
1: (laughs) Matt. It's a matte finish. I don't uh-huh. want a glossy finish. No,
0: mm-mm.
1: who the hell wants glossy photos?
0: Nah, I like the way they sound. They have a great sound. Yeah, glossy photos, like
1: Matt is class.
0: <laughs> There's someone named Matt right now that really got a bunch of adrenaline. <laughs> like Greg thinks I'm
1: class. All you matts,
0: classy. You're,
1: you're class, mm-hmm. and all you glossies. There's probably one kid named Glossy.
0: Glossy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, French. It's it's a uh, it's really like, glossier or something. Okay. Um, have you heard of Marie Kondo? We have to talk about Marie. Kondo. No, you were
1: telling me about Marie Kondo a bit, mm-hmm. and then I you're going on. I said no, 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 no. Tell me on the show.
0: Okay, so a lot of people know it's really weird that you don't because it became such a thing. Like she became a verb. You know, like you Marie Kondo your house. By okay, so she is a uh, she was on a Netflix. Show, um, and it was about decluttering your spaces. So she, uh, is Japanese and she talks about how living in a small space, like you can never, you know, accumulate too many things. And it, and, um, Japanese people have a way of, uh, taking care of their things. And so she talked a lot about that with your own items. And she said, like, if you feel like something is too cluttered, she says, get all of it off of the thing or, Take all of it out of the drawer, every single thing, and go through each item piece by piece. And when you decide that you don't want it, you like touch it and you hold it and you close your eyes and you think about a memory that you had with it and you like thank it and then you get rid of it. And I'm it's not. Gone. No, I'm not doing that. I know that's a lot, but she also has a way of I'm like not thanking the things, like um um folding things uh very thoughtfully.
1: As crazy as I am, I'm not. Talking to my bowling ball.
0: Well, okay, you don't have to speak to it, but what she means is like Thank take you. take a moment.
1: Thank you for the two to
0: appreciate the object, right? Which I think has a little bit of merit. Like I understand. Yeah. I'm being obtuse. Okay.
1: <laughs> I, I'm sorry to <laughs> sidetrack you and derail you. So yes, I understand the sentiment behind <laughs> this.
0: You ha- you would have trouble getting rid of your brick of a computer and maybe the bowling ball, but instead. You could take it out thoughtfully, think about what it meant for you, and then just sayonara.
1: You know what? Under my bed, there's a Dell computer. A tower.
0: (gasps) No! A desktop? Yes. A CPU? Wow,
1: I forgot about that. And I've moved since I stopped using that, and that came along with me too. Wow!
0: How did that not, how did that make the cut when you're moving?
1: I think that... Especially
0: when you're... That's a great time to be like, fuck, out of here.
1: These things are like time capsules to me, and I'm a big fan of time capsules.
0: But you can't plug in that... How are you gonna... Is it a... How would you plug it into anything? You'd have to go to Goodwill and get some weird computer parts up on that electronics shelf to
1: be able to... Just the monitor, which I think I did throw the monitor away. I don't know. Anyway. Interesting. So going back to this lady that everyone loves
0: yeah I think that 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 was an interesting thing to do I thought that that was nice
1: okay so you when you get rid of things yeah you said it's easy but then you said you have all these shoes you haven't gotten rid of
0: well listen I don't have a lot of shoes I just have I, I know what you mean about like when you talked about the pants there's some things
1: <laughs> what's going on it's rosy One, oh I see what's going on okay
0: <laughs> um, when he-
1: there was uh, your robot vacuum
0: she's turning on she needs to go home
1: your robot vacuum she's is there. trying to purge the dirt from your carpet
0: Jeez, Rosie, go to sleep it's late um,
1: you're going to wake up one night and the things going to be vacuuming your face this is the future of AI once it decides to attack
0: yeah it knows my home it knows every inch of my home
1: it's mapping it. Yeah, I think it's not being sent somewhere.
0: No, this one isn't that smart. Those iRobots, those like remember your space. You can talk to it. You can tell it to go clean specific rooms. That's creepy, but I'm into it because I love my robot vacuum. Um, uh, the pants and the shoes. I was just uh understanding you because I feel like sometimes it's a dream. Of oh, women have it all the time. Like you keep your your uh tighter clothes because you're like i'm gonna lose this 10 pounds i'm gonna get back into these clothes and so it's a dream
1: that could also be a goal like if i have this maybe (sighs) i'll stay motivated
0: yeah you're not
1: no because what ultimately happens is if you do ever try it on and it doesn't fit you just feel like shit
0: yeah but really the key is keep wearing it feel tight feel the tightness because when you get bigger and bigger clothes you just get more comfier and comfier and you're like, yeah, more Cheez-Its, no problem. If you keep yourself in tight clothes, then you feel the tightness and you're uncomfortable. And you're like, ugh, no more Cheez-Its. I'm too squishy.
1: I thought this may be a hypothetical thing at first until you brought up Cheez-Its. It's like, <laughs> just, oh, a very personal story.
0: I'm bringing in a real life situation to a hypothesis. This is, this is Listen, this is why nurses have gotten bigger and bigger. Because this is my theory. Because they used to wear like sort of like tighter cinched in nurses' outfits. I'm not talking about the Halloween thing, but like for real, tighter ones. And then they got scrubs, which are so comfy. So you're nice and comfy all day. Another donut. Yes, thank you.
1: Is it illegal to wear scrubs if you don't work in a hospital? Like it'd be illegal to impersonate a cop?
0: Mmm. I don't think it's illegal. <laughs> I mean, okay. Be-
1: that's I guess the question would be if you're if you're impersonating a medical professional, then maybe that's illegal.
0: I mean you could just walk around with like your student ID badge clipped to some scrubs, and maybe people would treat you a certain way,
1: yeah, the only people who dress like slop and are respected
0: <laughs> yeah, scrubs
1: hmm look at that look at that automatically makes a guy look better scrubs. Yeah, I look at the men on the train.
0: Oh, really? You think they like they're surgeons?
1: And they're going to work. And they're wearing their scrubs. I that don't un- Batman? I said no, you? I said that man. Oh. <laughs> Not Batman. No.
0: Like maybe they're superheroes, like they're saving lives. No. Just <laughs> saying. Um
1: smart, possibly rich.
0: I wanted to uh uh I think a great time to purge if you don't want to do the bullshit first of the year type of thing is to plan a party because then you have to look you start looking around your place with fresh eyes You know what i mean when you're just living in your place you get you know the blinders on and you're just doing what you you know where things are you're not looking around like a newcomer and then when you're having a party you start looking around you're like oh, my baseboards are so gross, or like, man, these cobwebs, you know, how did they get there? You start thinking about those things, and so you have to, and even if like if you have like a pile of stuff that you want to donate in the corner, you got to start, you got to get rid of it, you got to donate it, because the party's coming, you can't have some weird pile of clothes, and all your friends are coming, you're getting them a tour, you're like, what's that pile of clothes? Like, nothing.
1: I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Again, the size of my apartment, you know. I have seating (laughs) for three, four, (laughs) Take the desk chair. Max. The, the couch. You There's... can
0: sit in the separate nook in the bed.
1: Yeah, people, Somebody could, could, sit over... people could sit on the bed. Uh, look, I think it, to have a party there would be funny in its own right. And then.
0: BYOC. Bring your own chair.
1: Yeah, so I'll supply the booze. Mm-hmm. You just got to bring your own chair. And then we'll all just. I mean, how many people do you think you could really fit in there? Standing? Yeah. Estimate.
0: I don't know, maybe fifteen max, <laughs> maybe less ten.
1: There's no milling about. No, there's no other rooms to retreat to. No,
0: this is like uncomfortable squeezing past each other. Ten, right?
1: Yeah, I liked. I used to like the idea, especially my old apartment, which was even smaller. Of how many uh,
0: square feet was that? Do you know
1: the last apartment? Mm-hmm. Two hundred and seventy-five.
0: <sighs> really? Yeah. Who's oh, seventy five?
1: Yeah, I'd say with low ceilings too.
0: Ugh! How much were you paying?
1: Twelve hundred. Which was a steal. <laughs> Greenwich Village, block and a half south of Washington Square Park. Wow, twelve hundred—a steal.
0: That's the one where your dad cried.
1: Yeah, my, d- <laughs> <laughs> my dad saw my apartment for the first time. Thought I was living in squalor. <laughs> Felt bad for me. It's like no, no, no. Then we walked around the neighborhood. He's like, why don't you live in this building? Or what about this? And I was like, I I can't afford any of that.
0: Yeah. How much were the places around you?
1: Uh, I I don't know. It's hard to gauge. This was 2009 when I moved into that place. And they didn't raise my rent. Well, they raised it once. $12, 1%. Um, The other one's probably in 2009. Same size. I don't know. Low 2000s at that point. Same size? I, now we're talking about 10 years later. So who knows what they are, 2,800,
0: For 200-something square feet?
1: Probably. It's gross. I don't know where all the money comes from. Wow. I don't understand how they all are rented, who can afford them. But it happens. But the idea was uh, a reality show set or uh, uh, following some around. It doesn't matter the reason. Mm-hmm someone lives in an apartment that size. So like the cameramen have to squeeze in and the sound. Yeah. So <laughs> That's like, what I
0: was thinking too. There's just... no room for the crew. Yeah,
1: that's what I, I thought it would be funny. So that's like part of the show. It's like, excuse me. And you're bumping into <laughs> that's real. That's actual reality. That's true. Yes. You looked at your list. I thought you you'd say, I look, I have more on my list.
0: Tell me more on your list.
1: Uh, I mean, we talked about shoes You've seen the pile of shoes? That's another thing that I need to get rid of. I keep these shoes. I'm, like, oh, I'll wear those. I'm not going to wear it. half those things.
0: like what what do you have? What kind of shoes do you have that you think I should keep them, but you'll never wear them.
1: Um, there's some boots that I don't like because they're this reddish brown, and I hate the color. Mm. and
0: What's stopping you from tossing them? Or from donating them, whatever.
1: Uh, this idea that maybe one day I'll wear them. And then there's uh, a pair of other more casual shoes, but like the heel was kind of coming off and I glued it back on. And I like those shoes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but I'm not going to wear them because they're falling apart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you said you fixed them.
1: Yeah, but it's not really holding. no. Things like that. What
0: kind of glue do you use?
1: Super glue? Gel? Not the liquid. Liquid wasn't good enough, but I used gel.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. Gel's great.
1: It's probably special shoe glue. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Under my bed, I know... I couldn't even tell you what's in half the boxes under my bed. I do know, for a non-religious person, I had some holy water at some point. It's because I... This is going back to high school.
0: (gasps) Whoa, from where? Israel?
1: No, from my friend... Last name Randazzo.
0: Okay. (laughs) Am I supposed to be like, oh, yeah, Randazzo in the holy water? Yeah, he's great.
1: I don't know what an Italian, last name, Catholic. I was trying to make a connection there. I think that's where it came from. I used to keep it in my glove box, and as a joke, when people would get into the car with me, I'd put a a drop on their knee. like, we're protected now. Anyway. (laughs) Their knee? Yeah, just one little drop on their knee. Okay. It's still water. It doesn't matter if it's holy water or not. That is a universe of God knows what oh, kind of bacteria at this point. It's been sitting in a bottle.
0: It's probably. It could it be evaporated?
1: Maybe it's gone. It could be gone. I mean, it was in a sealed bottle. I mean, how sealed? It's not airtight, I guess. But that's an fascinating. Undis- Sometimes I like to think that our universe is like a in a bottle of holy water under someone's <laughs> bed. It's just not being touched. And if they purged, our universe would come to an end, because. <laughs> <laughs> that could be happening under my bed right now.
0: Right. So you don't want this universe to end, so you're not going to end someone else's.
1: Well, I, Who knows what's going on there? There's certainly life.
0: I am very interested to see what's under your bed.
1: There are boxes of things. I couldn't even tell you. I, they, <laughs>
0: that should be a Facebook Live thing.
1: It could be a, another episode where I just pull out the boxes and tell people what's in them. Yeah. Under Greg's bed. Yeah. This week's topic. Uh, I know there's a box of DVDs.
0: Ooh, of what?
1: Got to find them. Heat. A lot of it's still wrapped in the plastic.
0: Ooh, fun! From what year? Like around what years?
1: This is probably early two thousand. Uh, you got it from the station. Yeah, there was a lot of radio station yeah. promotional DVDs. Uh huh. But th- those are outdated. That's outdated.
0: SNL's greatest Chevy chase something.
1: <laughs> that's probably in there. Something like that. Um, I think the very first Adam's Lit's first album. The very first Adam Sandler movie in there, which was something going overboard, I think it's called. Oh. For some reason that's in there. Okay. I I did, I've never watched it. I would tell you if I, this this wouldn't be an embarrassment. This is a show where we're open. I would tell you if I watched that very first adam sandler thank
0: you i trust that you would do that too
1: maybe i should watch it
0: maybe it's great i know that it's just sitting under your bed doing doing you no good
1: there's a box of child you know when i was a child drawings and stuff from preschool and kindergarten
0: your mom's like get this out of my
1: house i just took it oh you did Yeah, that's where those journals exist. That's cool, though. That's
0: different. Keep that.
1: The journals I wrote in 1989 with all the anxiety on my brain about being, all the stories were the same. I'm an inanimate object and nobody wants me and I'm thrown in the trash and then I escape the trash and I run away, but then somebody comes and then they want me and then I say, I don't want you to want me and the cycle repeats. It's called ambivalent attachment. Look it up.
0: (laughs) That's what you had at seven?
1: When someone doesn't, when you feel like- Someone doesn't want you, you're sad in the moment. Like, hey, how are you doing? It's like, leave me alone. <laughs> like now, it's
0: is it, does it feel like it's too late? Like you should have wanted me before?
1: Yeah, it's like, how dare you? Right, okay. But these notes from my teacher, the fact that nobody flagged any of this stuff. <laughs> you read these things, and it's a cry for help. First grade me.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, they thought you were creative. Yeah,
1: very creative. Smiley face. There was one about being a light bulb, being burned out, and not being replaced, or and the teachers. Not, I always knew you were a very bright boy. <laughs> like a pun, you're writing a
0: pun. Wow, maybe, they, maybe, I mean,
1: <laughs> when the sweet little child is crying for help,
0: they're list, they're they're reading your thing, and they're like, clever. You know what I mean? Like they're not looking that deep because they hate their jobs.
1: I don't think my teacher hated her job at that point. Yeah. The fact that she was still teaching first grade 20 years later, maybe she hated it by then, but she was a relatively new teacher and seemed to enjoy things. Also on my list, a frying pan. I have an old frying pan that I'll never use again. Under your bed? uh, Well, no, we're moving. Oh, around. Why
0: do you have a frying pan that you're not going to use?
1: Under the bed, by the way. We can wrap this up. The under the bed part. My bed's on lifts. It's higher. For that very... I mean it makes sense you need extra storage. Yeah. But it's packed.
0: You could have so much more room.
1: With the boxes of god knows what. Oh,
0: I cannot wait I know there to get to into be, those boxes.
1: I know you, there used to be a chocolate fish under there from Valentine's Day that someone gave me. It says you're What's a catch.
0: A chocolate fish.
1: You're a catch. Oh, that's I, just dead. I finally did throw that thing away.
0: Oh God, I thought you are telling me it's still there.
1: Oh, it stayed there for years and years. That one got thrown away in the move. It was because it was a food item <laughs> that wasn't in a freezer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you move from this apartment, are we, are you keeping the White Castles? You like, gotta keep these.
1: Well, it would be something if I put them in the suitcase with the bowling balls. <laughs> no, there's a frying pan. It sits on my stove. I got a new frying pan. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to throw away the other frying pan. So Why? I think about all the eggs that I cooked on it during this happy time. So I'm like,
0: <laughs> do you really not want to throw away the frying pan for real?
1: No, I don't want to. I don't know why.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: So I'm going to, this is what the show is leading to. I will throw the frying pan. away. Okay. Um, yeah. I think that covers a lot of it. And then I said, need to, here's what it says. Purging need to clean closet. shoes. did that under bed. Holy water. DVDs frying pan. Freezer, and then brain. I need to purge my brain. <laughs> Ooh, what does
0: that look like?
1: I think it, it looks like uh, purging the neuroticism that drives this right false sense of history attached to inanimate objects. Don't
0: you think it's a little OCD-ish? Because if you keep the items, then somehow it's keeping the memory alive in a physical form. But I think that like, if you had almost like exposure therapy, right? Where you take the things and you get rid of them and then you see that like, oh, those memories still exist. I don't need the physical object because first of all, you're never, you're not, you're not every time you're in that closet and you look skyward to wherever that huge bag is with the bowling ball in it because you have really high ceilings. I don't know how you got the suitcase with a bowling ball up that high. Anyway.
1: Yeah, strength, muscles.
0: Strong, okay, but... You're not not looking up there every day and you're like, ah, good times. (laughs) It's not something like...
1: There's also a a three-disc changer up there. An old stereo. Yeah.
0: I want those speakers, though.
1: Also, the NES is up there, my NES.
0: Oh, so I have... mm -hmm. Okay, I have a lot of Nintendo games that I have nothing to... I can't put them anywhere. I can't put them in any system. Um, I sold my NES and it was so hard to do, but I sold it. It was on eBay.
1: What'd you but get it, for it? I don't remember. I don't know if they're that valuable. Are they?
0: I think they probably use it for parts, right?
1: Well, that's a thing with my NES is good luck in the games to start the contacts and the yeah. console itself. It's impossible. To be but day. like I said,
0: I have a, big container full of all of my games and i put it down in some storage because i can't get rid of them
1: well look i have the nes if i can get that thing working i could probably open it up myself and fix what needs to be fixed yeah i
0: think so yeah i know sometimes though it's like you have to put a game on top of the have you ever seen that technique where people like put a game in the nes and push it down and then put a game on top of it to like connect them even harder because for some reason the, c- the contacts aren't.
1: Yeah, it's just putting pressure. It's like compressing yeah. everything. Yeah. It was like the sliding back and forth when it was in there. You go left to right.
0: I never did that.
1: That would work. All the blowing. The blowing.
0: Everyone has a technique where you do it like fast. You do it like really slow. <laughs> it's,
1: it's The blowing I think has been proven to be Yeah. false. It's like
0: it's dusty. <laughs> I mean I like to think of it as I was like heating it up. And then also maybe like a little bit of my spit was somehow like creating a like a spark or something.
1: Were you huffing on it? Well,
0: I was going like, I wasn't like, like where it's cold. It was like, I was slow. I was a slow
1: blower. Even when you're doing that, though, I I know the sound of blowing. I
0: know. I'm sorry. I
1: know. <laughs> sound of blowing into the cartridge. Yeah. And yeah, well, look, I'm not going to get rid of that. I do have a PlayStation 2 that I took to work at some point. And then that company shut down and I lost my job. And I didn't grab that, so it's gone. Mm-hmm. You know, here's it. part of me feels like I should care that it's gone. I'm like, oh my God, that was my PlayStation 2. Yeah. but Do so I really care? Vice City was on. I had Vice City. I'll never get to play that again, I guess. I can, You can find them.
0: Yeah. It's so easy to get stuff now. Yeah, so you just like download it onto your TV probably, you know, some weird thing.
1: I refuse to get a smart TV. They spy on you.
0: Eh, who cares? What do they see?
1: Becoming paranoid. The paranoid hoarder.
0: <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I really don't care if things are spying on me that much. I'm not doing anything.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm using the old laptop to look at some porn. If I open it up and then the TV's spying on you and some people are recording it. No one's
0: recording laughing. anything. Laughing. Well then what? You don't even know what's happening, so who cares?
1: Yeah, until it's out there.
0: Somewhere. Yeah, what are they doing? Why would they put it out there?
1: So other people can laugh at you. <laughs> <laughs> for doing something that most other people do. But for some reason it's still How an embarrassing. How often
0: thing. do you see people posting videos, secret videos? Oh, I'm sure there's it... sites. I even okay. look for these sites.
1: I'm sure that they exist out there.
0: Yeah, on the dark web.
1: Watch this loser jerk dot com.
0: Yeah. Watch this guy in his home being secretly secretly recorded, doing something private. Ooh, what a loser.
1: Well, you did say that maybe this behavior is OCD, and I can't deny that yeah. it isn't. I went through a, a very typical OCD phase in seventh grade where I'd flip my pillow over three times before I went to sleep, and I had a TV in my room that just had an antenna, mm-hmm. so it had seven channels, but I'd cycle through the channels, forward, not backward, you know, another three times before I turned off the TV and went to sleep. Oh,
0: wow. How'd you get through that? Did I, it just pass, like, phased out?
1: I think I just forced myself not to do that stuff. And yeah. then it manifested in other ways. So, okay. Because <laughs> that stuff doesn't really go away. It's <laughs> just like, okay, you closed off. That vent will, will seep out of these right. other cracks.
0: Um, I was going to say quickly that um, I think that a lot of people have trouble with purging because they look at these things and they think, well, these are worth money. You know, like maybe they have a bunch of nice things that they are never going to use again or just need to go. But they think, well, I can't just donate it. This is worth something. And so they either don't get around to trying to sell it or it just stays. Right. Like they they removed it from wherever it was with the idea, the dream of selling it and making something from it or It's like, well, I'll just keep this until I learn how to sell it or figure out how to sell it. And uh, I feel like you need to know thyself in that moment and know whether you're really going to do it. If you're the kind of person that is like a real go-getter and is going to do it and you have a motor, you trust yourself to do it, then go. All right, do it. If you are not, just donate it. Take it to one of those clothing and shoes bins. Go to a Goodwill. Go to a uh, the other one. All those other places. <laughs> Just get it out. Put it in your trunk and take it somewhere. Get it out. Don't try and sell it. You ain't going to sell it.
1: Here's what I will say. And I agree with what you're saying. I've never been at the point where these, this stuff's worth money. Mm-hmm. So I'm not holding on to things for that reason. But when I do throw things away. Once it's done, it's okay. I don't even think about it again. Yeah. It's just that point of taking it and getting rid of it. And when I in therapy for a long time, we were in this room when I would go meet with my therapist that had a rug, and each week I would bring an item that was small enough to fit under the rug. And <laughs> we just leave it under the rug. <laughs> It was a way to practice this. It was also funny because other therapists used that room and other, you know, patients would go in there. And then they end up moving offices. What would they find under there? I never got my stuff back, but there was like an old license under there. There were ticket stubs. I think there were old plane tickets.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. So whenever- they were moving. They lifted up that rug. And they're
0: like, what? <laughs> well, they, if, if they found a license, they know who it was.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh well, You know what? We continued it after we moved out of that room, though, and started putting things in a shoe box. And that's where that license went. So the license didn't make it. You, under the rug.
0: You, oh, this was something you and your therapist did.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, she told you to bring this stuff.
1: Well, it was my idea to leave it under the rug. But it was a, it was an attempt to practice getting rid of these things. Wow. These things that I didn't need to keep.
0: Wow, so would you bring things and you would talk about the items?
1: Just at the end of the session. Like, yeah. In this week. Yeah. <laughs> I brought this, and it was fun until it wasn't. And when we when it got old, we just stopped it.
0: Okay, maybe yeah, you worked through something you didn't need to do it anymore.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm getting there.
0: Like it was well, I just mean at the moment you it was you were getting something from doing it, and then it, you weren't getting it anymore, so you guys stopped.
1: I'm purging my brain, which will purge the rest of the stuff, and then I'll have it in a minimalist apartment. With a crate and a big spool as a coffee table, mm-hmm. a crate as a chair—just
0: things that you find.
1: What are those big wooden spools? That where do you yeah. even get those things?
0: Like, I mean, it's, I, you know what the the wooden spools from the eighties are the uh 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 what are those slatted things that people like turn into shelves and think you know what I'm talking about? What are those called? Those slats that you can get like those wooden um. Oh my god. They're um they're all over Pinterest.
1: I don't keep up with this stuff.
0: Oh, hold on. I have to f- people are s- hitting their steering wheels <laughs> listening to this. Let sing. them. Let them. It's the wooden thi- pallets.
1: Oh, people use pallets as yes. shelving?
0: Well, not just shelving. Pallets like- are
1: cheap wood. Those things they serve one function.
0: So you uh, stack them up on your wall and you do whatever. And it's a garden wall. You uh, take the wood from it and you do this to it. And it's a coffee table. You do this, you do that. It's a shelf, a bookshelf. Yeah, there's a whole thing. So I think that that's the, the uh, wooden spool of now.
1: <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. Don't yeah. worry. I'll still keep things that make me human.
0: Yeah, of course. Just a balance. the other the stuff that's under your bed and in your closet are representative of your state of mind
1: well we'll go through that at some point
0: i'm really excited
1: and uh you know maybe i'll take some of my clothes maybe
0: next episode
1: put some of my clothes (laughs) on that facebook marketplace
0: well that's another thing about selling stuff now it's gotten even easier to sell you're just like random who knows
1: what i'm not going to try to sell my clothes (laughs)
0: But people do that.
1: I'll just get rid of them or I'll post them. Do you want these?
0: Especially with baby clothes. People receive expensive baby clothes and their kids never even wear them, you know, and someone gave them some like, you know, I don't know, some stupid pair of something from somewhere expensive. And so they want to like, why well, I just can't get rid of these. I'm going to sell them. Like, fuck it. Just, go, just donate them.
1: Yeah, stop caring about money so much. Yeah. I mean, it gets to a little extreme. It does. I guess if you some people enjoy that. I've got these things, I'm gonna to try to make some money.
0: But that's what I'm saying. Those people have a motor and they should know that they are the person who will do that. The rest of us ain't gonna do it. So just know yourself and donate it. Get it out of your house.
1: Out. Yeah, I'll just I'm gonna post some of these like I can't really post because I don't have Facebook, but we'll get some of these clothes out there and then anyone can take them.
0: Maybe you should donate them to our listeners. <laughs> Okay. Some of the stuff under your bed. People can claim them. You ever watch those people sell Lularo on what, Facebook?
1: I don't know what LuLaRoe is. LuLaRoe
0: is a multi-tiered marketing something no. where where people are selling like clothing. And what they'll do is they'll, they're they having like a Facebook Live and they'll show things on a hanger. And they'll be like, okay, this is item, uh you know, 291. It's a large, it's a, this print, it's gorgeous. And then, so people watching the Facebook live will say like, I want it. I want 219. And they're like, okay, Jenny, you got 219, you know, and they'll write down. So maybe that's what we could do. We could have a Facebook live with your items and we'll, (laughs) we'll go through everything and we'll just give it away to everyone.
1: Something like that. I don't (laughs) want to be a part of a
0: No, I'm not saying Lular. I'm saying as an example. (laughs) Okay. Thanks for listening to One Topic. Like, subscribe, rate, review us.
1: Are you always, what, do you feel embarrassed to do this part? I do, I guess. Is that why you... uh Well,
0: it's so shilly. Thanks for listening to One Topic. See, I'll do it for real.
1: You just say, hey, thanks for listening. Rate and review us. Have a good night. Give me computer! Give me computer! Hey, Greg! Hey, Autumn!
0: Do you like hot sauce?
1: You know, I do like hot sauce. But I'm getting pretty bored of my regular Texas Peter Tabasco. I'm looking for a local sauce without Mm. any additives or extracts. A company that uses local peppers so it's as fresh as possible. And a company that really cares about the integrity of the sauce and where their ingredients come from. Definitely. And hey! While we're at it, I don't want a sauce with too many ingredients. Mm -mm. You know, a lot of other sauces out there, they have all kinds of fillers. So I'd love to find a sauce with... I don't know, what, let's say no more than five ingredients. I mean, it's crazy, but there's gotta be a company out there that hand processes their sauce. You know, bottling and labeling every bottle themselves. I'm probably asking a lot. Well, you
0: really are, but there is a hot sauce out there who only uses five ingredients, zero fillers, additives or extracts, and who bottles, labels, and packages everything themselves. It's called Hoff Sauce. What? They're a small batch hot sauce company out of Chattanooga, Tennessee. That's one best Louisiana style sauce in the country. How many times? Not once, not twice,
1: three times. Three times! How does that sound, Greg? I think that sounds amazing. You know how you can
0: get your own bottle of hot sauce? No, no,
1: tell me please now.
0: Hoffandpepper.com. And not only am I giving you the gift of the best hot sauce that you'll ever taste, I'm gonna give you 15% off if you use the code 1TOPIC15.
1: Hold on, that's...
0: Yes, get a pen and paper.
1: One topic. Fifteen.
0: Good. That's O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C one five. All squished together at checkout. You'll get fifteen percent off your order and your life will be better. Thank you. You're welcome.